In this episode, you will discover how to double or triple your sales by launching your affiliate program, five keys for launching an affiliate program, and you'll discover five keys for making your affiliate program successful. Welcome to Simple Marketing, the podcast that helps you grow your business with simple tips and strategies. If you're looking to simplify your marketing efforts and boost your profitability, tune into Simple Marketing because sometimes simple is better. Today, uh, my guest is my friend Chuck Anderson, and we're talking about five keys to running a highly profitable affiliate program. Let me bring Chuck in. Welcome, Chuck. Good to see you. Hi, Mustafa. Thanks for having me. And I'm so glad to be the first episode of the year. And I think you're the new name for your show as well. So Absolutely. <laughs> uh, so we just renamed and rebranded our show from Daily Conference for Entrepreneurs to Simple Marketing. And this was probably a good year or two behind. It was in the workings. Probably should have done it sooner. And so finally pulled the trigger and did it. And it just feels so much better. And it's much more unbranded and connected with what we do and who we are. As I'm all about simplicity, simplicity and keeping marketing simple. And uh, so, yeah, let me do the proper introduction for Chuck. And we're going to dive into a very interesting conversation about um, affiliate marketing. And gang, if you're uh, running a business, make sure you tune in, make sure you listen or watch the entire episode as this is going to be life-changing and make sure to su subscribe to whichever channel you're watching, like the show, share it with your friends, whoever could benefit from growing their sales through affiliate marketing, which is probably, if not the best way to grow your business, it's definitely on the top five. So investor and affiliate marketing expert, Chuck Anderson has been teaching affiliate marketing strategies for 20 plus years. He's an investor and marketing consultant that helps business owners create a network of referral partners and affiliates that will promote their products and programs in exchange for commissions or referral bonuses. Welcome, Chuck. Thank you, Mustafa. Happy awesome. New Year. Yeah. This is how, was, how was your holidays? You know, uh, it, they were great. And uh, you know, I gotta say, one of the best December's ever. Uh, and so, uh, just super grateful, super blessed. And uh, yeah, it was, it was great to take a little time off in that yeah. in that last week of December. Just kind of put the, put the feet up and recharge and and uh, hit the ground running this week. <laughs> Fantastic. Yeah, I probably had one of the best holidays, Christmas, New Year holiday times ever. It it was really good. I really enjoyed it. Good friends, good family. Mindset was in the right place. So, and I'm really looking forward to this year. Like we're a brand new show. We're starting a brand new mastermind. I think things could not be better. So let's share some amazing uh, tips about affiliate marketing because that this has been life changing for me. Mm -hmm. And uh, let's uh, let's start by your story, Chuck. What is your story? Yeah, well, my story is I got started with affiliate programs, first introduced to them in 1998. That uh, gives, gives people a little context of how long uh, I've been doing this. And the timing couldn't have been better because I was just finishing up with a business that was failing miserably. We we're in the telecom industry, spending way too much money on equipment and infrastructure and services. And uh, it, it, you know, it, it, it was no longer profitable. 
a friend of mine invited me over to his house. He had just, uh, affiliate, the affiliate thing uh, was kind of new. So was online for that matter. I mean, some of the first websites in 1998 were not much to look at. But what was interesting is uh, when I went over to my friend's house for dinner, he pulled out this check for $10,000 that he had just earned uh, by setting up a website putting a link on that website and linking to somebody else's product. And that changed everything for me because there where I was introduced to one half of the equation in affiliate marketing, which is earning commissions as an affiliate. And, uh, and I was able to, within uh, just a few short months, get up to that $10,000 a month level as well. And I started teaching people how to set up websites and how to join affiliate programs and and uh, all of that. So that's really where I got started. And that launched me. I ended up as a chief marketing officer of an internet marketing training company, where at our peak, we were doing $20 million uh, in annual sales and 40% of that, 40% of that. So almost half were coming from our affiliates. And so I had the good fortune of learning the other side of affiliate marketing, which was managing an affiliate program, recruiting and training and uh, managing affiliates to to keep us at that level. And so so it led me to that. Sadly, that uh, company was sold very abruptly in 2010. And I found myself uh, in a in a consultant role. And uh, I, I could have probably rode that uh, amazing story and that amazing company for a very long time. Uh, but it but it came came to an end. And then I had to uh, go and repeat all of this as an affiliate and also launching my own affiliate program as now as an individual contractor. And, you know, that's where a lot of the, the things I'm going to share with you today, Mustafa, is and, and the audience is where that came from, because it's easy to work for a $20 million company that has 80 employees. And I had a staff of 15 that would do everything for me to go to uh, now a person of a company of one and then to try to do the same things we were doing as a company of 80. And so uh, and so that's where we, we learned some very important things about marketing and especially what to do, what not to do, what's too expensive, what's, what's effective, and uh, how affiliate marketing was still the solution and still is today. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, it's been a game changer for me as well. Um, Affiliate marketing is really good. Um, so I know you touched on this already, but what do you do these days and who do you serve? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, you know, for the, in 2010, when I, when I left that, I was uh, more or less a marketing consultant and who I was serving at the time and it's evolved. Uh, but I've always been really drawn to uh, coaches and consultants uh, and because uh, these are people, they are just like me because I'm a coach and I'm a consultant. Uh, and uh, what they are is they're people who are engaged in helping other people, helping, you know, helping others succeed at a higher level. So I really enjoy uh, working with that audience and, you know, the struggles that come along with that, you know, the how to get clients is probably at the top of the mind of most coaches and most consultants. And so uh, I've been helping them with their marketing strategies since since leaving that company in 2010. And uh, as we go, we've, we've gotten more and more specific in our strategies. And now today, uh, I specialize in setting up and managing affiliate programs for coaches who need clients or people running events, 
Uh, and you know, a lot of coaches to get clients will run workshops and webinars and multi-day events and challenges. And, and it's, it's the, one of the challenges you have with that is, is filling those events and getting the clients and all of that. And so this is where today I really specialize in, in working with, uh, those groups, but specifically, uh, recruiting affiliates that will fill their events, fill their workshops, promote their podcast, get them appointments on their calendar, that sort of thing. And so even if they've tried an affiliates before, because as a lot of people, and we'll talk about, uh, have have found out that ha having an affiliate program is a little bit more than just being able to give someone an affiliate link. You actually have to uh, work with them and uh, get them to follow through. And so, uh, but, it, but, it, but that's part of it. So, so even if someone's tried affiliate marketing before and, and is ready to give it another chance, we actually help them to relaunch and, and do it more effectively this time. Fantastic. Mm -hmm. um, so tell us about what is, what is the definition of affiliate marketing? Mm -hmm. so, so affiliate marketing has two sides to it. One is the affiliates where you can earn a commission for uh, promoting someone else's product. So an affiliate program is essentially that, where you're promoting a product and there's a commission being paid as a referral fee or uh, or a commission or how a lot of people goes by a lot of different names. But as an affiliate, you earn money uh, by promoting someone else's product. That's what the affiliates are. When you have an affiliate program, the product or service is yours and you're the one paying a commission to affiliates. So in other words, uh, if you send me a customer, uh, I will keep track that you're the one who sent me that customer and I'm going to take a percentage of the money that I earned from that sale and I'm going to give it to you. And that's essentially what an affiliate program is. And so, so then if you multiply that, well, okay, so that's you sending me a customer, but what if I've got a hundred people sending me customers. Well, no, that's a hundred people that are out there doing the marketing for me, uh, spreading the word about my product. And I'm not having to pay for that out of pocket up front, uh, like so many other types of marketing, like organic marketing and, and, and uh, paid media, Facebook ads, all that kind of stuff where you have to pay and hopefully you'll, you'll get a return with affiliates. You actually uh, are paying after the sale is already made. So it's money you can afford to give. And so, so that's really what affiliate marketing is. It's, it's where you're paying a commission to compensate an affiliate who's out there promoting your product and service. And every time they send you a customer, you send them a commission and hopefully they keep doing that. And that's mm -hmm. in a, essentially what it is. For sure. And then, so what's the difference between, if, uh, uh, let's go through the definition of an affiliate program. Mm -hmm. What what would that look like? What's the definition there? What is it? Yeah. So an affiliate program is a program you set up that does a few things. Number one is it allows you to the opportunity to recruit affiliates. Uh, and these ideally would be people who uh, are influencers or have a list or something that of your ideal target audience. Where your affiliate program, uh, usually it, it starts with uh, some, first of all, it would start with, you know, allocating some percentage of that sale that you can afford to pay as a commission or a referral fee or uh, whatever you want to call it. And then a tracking software of some sort that's going to uh, give you the ability to give a unique link to your product, to your affiliate, so that 
So if I give you a, a unique link, Mustafa, and you and your you send that out to your list and, and the people on your list click that link, I know that those clicks and those sales came from you. And now I can uh, compensate you for that. So at a very basic level, that's an affiliate program. We do go a little bit further because now we, we want to train and manage and nurture the relationships. But at a very basic level, if we're keeping things simple, it's allocating some portion of your sale that you can pay as a commission or a referral fee, uh, having some sort of a, a tracking software, a tracking system that you can use to give affiliate links to your affiliates so that you can track sales. And then, uh, and then simply follow through on paying them because if you pay them, they're going to get excited and they're going to want to do it again. And so in a nutshell, that's what an affiliate program is. We do go deeper in it when we, when we work with them to, to make them more successful. But at a simple level, that's what it is. Absolutely. And speaking of tracking links, I'm going to put an example like the, I, the example that I've got from you uh for for this show so gang mm -hmm. if you're watching or listening here's a here's a link in the comments of the show uh it's uh to get access to uh to check's gift the uh, the free affiliate workshop that where he teaches you about this whole piece that we're talking about now the link you see uh, you see that um it's got my name at the end of it no that's how they track who the source of the traffic is and then if let's say you go through and then you become chuck's client then we i may get a, a, a an affiliate fee right and then uh, that's basically the tra how the tracking piece works right so um who is uh who is a good fit to start with affiliate tracking who should think about it mm -hmm. You know, my short, I have two answers to that. One is a short answer. One's a slightly longer answer. Uh, the the short answer is anyone selling anything. It's just three words. If you're selling anything and you have a need for new customers for that thing that you're selling, then an affiliate program is something that I feel is a necessity for everyone. Uh, for all the reasons we just mentioned, you're paying for customers you've already received instead of uh, very speculative money that's being spent on marketing, hoping that customers will come in. So anyone selling anything should have an affiliate program. Uh, if we drill a little deeper where, where it's really working well is I would say some of the highest commissions you see out there is uh, services, digital products. So if you sell, if you're a coach selling consulting services, we see affiliate programs working really well for them. Uh, course creators, if you sell a course or a program, that works really well. Uh, and I'm where we're really seeing impressive results is with uh, with events. So if you're trying, if you have a webinar coming up and you want to fill that webinar, and maybe you've put that webinar out to your list so many times that the response rate has gone down a little bit, well, you can get that uh, webinar filled if you recruit some affiliates, give them an affiliate link and have them email it out to their list. And so filling events such as webinars, workshops, challenges, multi-day events, whether they're virtual or live, uh, anything you need to get the word out about, uh, we're, we're, we're seeing that work extremely well for events, uh, both virtual and live. And uh, this is where I tend to specialize. I mean, most of the clients that we have right now, um, they might be coaches, they might be consultants, they they go by a lot of different terms. But 
one thing they all have in common is they use some form of uh, Facebook Live or a webinar or a workshop or a multi-day event to help to get new clients. And so so that that's where I see people working really well. Um, but you can also do it with physical products. So let's say we, we know a, uh, one of our uh, biggest clients, they do $24 million a year in nutritional supplement sales. Uh, and so they're basically selling bottles of vitamins and doing extremely well. What I'd say about 36% of that is coming through affiliate referrals. And so uh, you can sell uh, any type of merch, t-shirts, pens, journals, um, any any type of product that can be shipped, uh, you can pay a commission and a referral fee on that. So that's why we say, first of all, anyone selling anything, but then where we really specialize, I think is more in the, the services and the digital products and events. Love it. So let's say mm -hmm. that I've I've got a digital product or service. How do I get started with affiliate programs? Yeah. So first and foremost, okay, and this is where a lot of people go wrong because they start looking for software. It's not the first step. The first step is always to decide how much you can pay for a commission. And I highly recommend that you're as generous as possible. You don't have to give them all of it. But, you know, uh, one of the things that we do is we calculate what our profit margin is on that product. And uh, as, as a starting point, we might look at, okay, well, you know, what's 30 to 50% of that uh, number? And, and then can we afford to pay that uh, as a commission? So that's got to be the first step. You've got to know how much you are willing to pay. And don't look at it as an expense. I mean, look at it as uh, a reward, right? Uh, I am grateful every time I have to pay or I get to pay uh, affiliate commissions to my affiliates because A, I know that it worked. They sent me a customer and I want them to do it again. So it's when you, you're calculating this, it's not about the minimum. It's about the maximum. How generous can you be? And it's it's definitely, we'll talk about some of the success factors later, but it's one of them uh, for sure. And then once you know that and you have a plan that, okay, I'm going to do affiliates and I'm going to pay this amount per sale on this product, then you can start looking for the, the tech. You know, what tracking software, maybe you already have one. So many people uh, have it already the capability in the in their in the software and the systems they already have if not you need to find one that will layer on, either layer on to what you already have in place or uh, you got to figure out the tech so so a lot of people try to do the tech first we say do the tech second first calculate how much you can afford to pay and be as generous as possible then mm -hmm. put the tech in place so then you can give the affiliate links like the one Mustafa that we gave you that has your uh, unique tracking uh, identifier in it. And so now we know who came from you. So that's that's what we did first. But we started with knowing how much we can afford to pay. For sure. And for those of you who, who are thinking of the fee that you pay to your partners as an expense, think about how much money, energy, resources, and other things goes into finding a customer. To me, um, over the years, is anywhere from two to five hundred dollars per lead to get a lead to just talk to you. And for those people who think it's like 
10 bucks a click on Facebook to, to get someone to, to talk to a potential good prospect, you, you're like, you got this really wrong because it's, it's very expensive to find a customer. So if you could find someone that could hand over a customer to you with, and we're going to talk about next about affiliate fees and how much you should consider, but I would pay it all day long. If someone say sends me customers every day, I would pay, let's say, I don't know, a few thousand dollars per depending on the average deal size. So, so let's turn that to my next question, Chuck, what is an average or a regular type of percentage or fee that, I should give to my partners based on what I sell. Mm -hmm. uh, and there's a, in the, in the industry, there's a lot of people who will say a lot of different things uh, about this. I mean, there is a belief that it's like, you know, give your partners half, but you can't just give automatically give half of off the top because there's other things you need to consider. There's always a cost of delivering that service uh, in a physical product. There is a physical cost to that. So what I always say is calculate what your true uh, profit is on that product. So, so we we start with uh, what our sale price is, and and a co minus cost of delivery, and that's going to give us sort of our, you know, sort of our gross margin. It doesn't take into account all the things, other things you're going to spend, but the cost of delivery, right? And so then what we look at is go, okay, can we afford to give us give them half of that number, right? Yeah. Half of that number. So half of that that net sale. Uh, and then we will go and recalculate it so that then for just ease of communication, uh, we can say, oh, it's X percent on the top line because most affiliates, they're they're not going to do math in their heads. Right. And if it's too difficult to explain, you're going to send them away. So it might be 50 percent of my margin or my profitability on that product, but that might translate to 40 percent off top line. And so then I will just very conveniently say, oh, great, we pay 40% off of our top line for referrals of this product. And that's a, we need it to, to be able to communicate it in the simplest way possible. And, and that's what we do. But that's what we do with the starting point is we calculate our profitability and, and we try to be as generous as possible. You don't have to go over 50%. I mean, some people say, yeah, give, give them all of it. You'll make it up on the back end. I actually don't think you need to do that. Uh, most affiliates, I'll, I'll tell you, most affiliates would be happy with um, some sort of instant gratification. Uh, you know, give them $100 a sale instantly. They're going to be happy with that. There are some that are quite aware of the back end and they want to participate in that bigger number. Most affiliates are looking for the immediate and not the long term. So the more generous you can be upfront and pay as quickly as possible uh, really does contribute to uh, having an easier time recruiting affiliates, getting them to follow through, and then getting them to re repeat and promote you again in, in, in the future. Because if they have to wait too long, uh, most people are, yeah, I might make $1,000, but I got to wait three months for that to happen. Most affiliates are super impatient. They would rather, you know, what can I get now? What can I get this month? Uh, and so they're very motivated by instant gratification. Sometimes we'll even do a two tier. It's like, oh yeah, we'll give you a hundred dollars now and we'll give you X percent on back end. And so they kind of get the best of both worlds. So, but that's something to consider it, it, a little bit of thinking in terms of human behavior and what motivates people. We, we want things now versus later. And, uh, and then how generous can you be? 
I love your tip about uh, the the fact that you said most partners want instant gratification and instant results, and uh, that that's definitely key to uh, this whole affiliate game because I think some people have delayed payments or some people forget, which is a bit, we'll probably talk about mistakes that people could make uh, um, in the whole affiliate game. Um, uh, hmm. I've, I've, I've done quite a bit of this affiliate thing. And um, could you talk about, and I knew you talked about instant gratification. Could you talk about the different, different motives for uh, finding affiliate partners. Like for example, I myself, I don't <laughs> care about the money. What I care about is if I promote you, I want you to promote me back, right? What are like different types of uh, motives that are out there and what should people look for? Well, I'm gonna to touch on that first one that you just said, which is more of a promotional swap than it is mm -hmm. a uh, an affiliate program. And you know, you and I uh, met through masterminds where this is a very common uh, proposal that comes. You promote me, I'll promote you, and you know, let's not worry about the money. Let's not worry about paying commissions. We'll just uh, we'll we'll just promote each other, and that's all well and good, and that sounds amazing in the moment. Right. And that's that instant gratification and just keeping things simple. But humans being what they are, they if you if you do that and you don't feel like you got anything from it or it didn't produce the results that you wanted to or your list is 10 times larger than my list. So it didn't really seem fair in the moment out of convenience. It's like, oh, yeah, let's do a promotion swap. But humans being who they are, they're going to do the math at some point. And you want this not to be a one and done sort of deal. I am always looking for partnerships where we can promote each other three to five times a year, sometimes more. Or can we integrate or we can do evergreen, uh, do something throughout the year, not just a one time deal. So so that one there, I wanted to touch on that one because that is a very common thing. And I don't actually do promotion swaps for the all the reasons I just mentioned. So I prefer you give me an affiliate link and then my list, if it's smaller than yours, it doesn't matter because you're only going to pay me or compensate me for what I produce and vice versa. Your list could be 10 times larger. If I just say, I'm going to pay you uh, commissions on that it, and you're going to be compensated on that. Well, that takes into account the, the difference in list size. And it overcomes that objection because we hear it all the time. Uh, and it usually does come up uh, as an issue at some time in the, in the, right? And when you want to promote again, it's like, well, I promoted you last time. My list is bigger than yours. I didn't really feel like that was uh, the best way. So so I say always pay uh, commissions uh, and, yeah. and not to do the partner swaps. So, so uh, the, the way I've done it is like we do we do we do the payments. So if my list mm -hmm. is bigger, I want to get paid. Or if, mm -hmm. if if the list is not a good match, we want to still it the, the performing partner should still get paid for you know sending out the message. What do you think about like comparing list size, right? And then be like, look, you have five thousand people. I'm going to send it to five thousand people on my list. Although I have half a million people, but I'm not going to. It, like it's kind of it has to be kind of a equal type of uh, swap, mm -hmm. if you will. 
Well, that's that is something that that I hear often, and I do come across. It's like people, because so someone with a large list will ask you, "How large is your list?" Five thousand. Great, I'll send it to five thousand of my contacts. But here's what I notice happened with that. So if your list is fifty thousand, and and uh, you're only going to send it to a segment of five thousand, usually it's not your best five thousand. It might not be you. I know you're a real generous guy, and 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 you're nice, but but. Human behavior being that what it is, yeah. but this is what people do. It's like, oh, I'll use this segment over here out of convenience. They're not really going to do the work to pare that down to 5,000 people who are really going to perform for you. And so that's another reason why, why I don't love it. I, uh, I'm always looking for, can I motivate a full list send or at least a full segment send uh, if if they have if they have a list big enough where they have multiple segments, and you want that to be a good fit because it's not just about are you sending this out, but are you sending this out to people who are my ideal customer uh, that are going to be interested in what you're emailing out uh, for two reasons. Number one, uh, if you email it out to the wrong people, it hurts your email deliverability deliverability stats. You might get some opt outs, you might get some spam complaints, that sort of thing. Also. It doesn't benefit me either. And uh, and then again, it takes away from that uh, repeat potential where it's like, okay, great. We promoted each other. It's been three months. Let's do it again. And if it didn't work out and if there was this, well, I did this and you didn't do that, it's never going to happen again. Uh, and so we always try to do this in such a way where low resistance, it's fair. Uh, it takes into account that, that list size differential and uh, and it's like, look, if your list is 50,000 and mine's five, um, great. Send it out to your list of 50,000. We pay you the commissions that you earned on that. And we celebrate that with you and go, wow, look, this was amazing. Um, can we count on your support again in a, in a couple of months? And you're going to be more willing to say yes, because you are fairly compensated than that energy of I'm going to reduce my list size to match your list size. I, I don't think it's, it makes for great partnerships. Good. Right. So then let's say that we're going to do that. Let's say mm -hmm. that I'm going to come up to you and you're like, Mustafa, I have 50,000 people and I'm trying to try to convince you to promote me, even though my list is a fraction of yours. What do I need in place to make that happen? So where you're saying that your list let's, is let's say I have 5,000 people, you have 50,000 and I want to convince you to, you know, promote me. Mm -hmm. How do we, how do we go about it? Yeah. And so this is where, first of all, uh, I think that list size kind of comes out of the conversation when we're no longer talking about a, uh, a promotion swap. It's like, yes, I'm going to promote you and you promote me, but to be fair, and I usually will be very proactive about that. And I will say, look, we may not have list size that are the same. And I believe wholeheartedly in treating everyone as fairly as possible. So if your list is larger than mine, probably I will always assume that the other side has a larger list than me, even if I don't know, right? And so say, if your list is larger than mine, no problem. Uh, let's, let's put a referral fee on both sides. So that way it's fair you're getting fair compensation for the size of your list. And it's not even a, then it be, it's no longer a promotion swap. Now it's, I'm paying you, you're paying me. And uh, either way you win, because if you send, if you're the one uh, receiving the smaller promotion 
uh, and you make sales, you win because you did get new customers and you sent out a proportionate amount of commissions. And on the other side, you may have received more sales because that person had the longer, uh, larger list. So you win, but they also win because now you're paying a proportionate amount of commission back to them. That was uh, fair and uh, based upon their performance and based upon how well their list did. So the commissions that you're going to pay to them is also going to be higher. And I think people are going to be more motivated by the money than they are going to be about list size uh, equality. And, and so that's, that's if, if the objection ever came up, that's, that's the way we would address it. So. Love it. Love it. So let's go over to five keys to making an affiliate program and you're in your affiliate marketing successful. What are they? Yeah. So this is where we have this mantra. It's recruit, train, manage, celebrate, and repeat. Okay. And I'm, I'm going to break those down here. Okay. So recruit, train, manage, celebrate, and repeat. Um, so recruiting is you must always be recruiting. Uh, affiliates will come and go. And, uh, and so we want to recruit. Uh, you got to have a system in place of recruiting people who have influence over your target audience and pick a, uh, a method that works for you. For some people, it's joining masterminds and, uh, and, and or networking groups and uh, looking for affiliates that way. My favorite way is actually through podcasts. Uh, when I identify a partner that I want to partner with, I invite them to be a guest on my show so that A, I can be their affiliate and B, I, it's an easier conversation to turn them into mine. Um, but, you know, everybody needs to have their own system of recruiting. Where can you get to your people, not just people who want to promote? And that's the thing with some of the masterminds and the, and the networking groups, great groups, beautiful people we don't always have each other's exact target audience. It's all not always the best fit. So that's where I will turn to uh, people who have YouTube channels, Facebook groups, sometimes LinkedIn groups, uh, podcasts, uh, some other form of media where they have influence over my uh, exact target audience. I need to have a plan on how can I get into relationship with them and recruit them as affiliates. So recruiting affiliates, but recruiting the right affiliates. So that's recruit. The second thing is train. Don't assume that they know what they're doing. <laughs> so this, this happens. It's like, oh, great. You're going to be my affiliate. Here's an affiliate link. Here's the, here's the email swipe. Um, some people go, what's email swipe? Uh, and so an email swipe is just a pre-written email that is easy to copy and send. That's what I always tell people. Yeah. But they don't all know what it is. So you have to train them. Say, great. Here's the link. Here's how you use it. Here's how you put it into the, this is swipe copy. Um, maybe don't even call it swipe copy because not everyone knows that. Um, even if they're a more sophisticated affiliate, it's still good to do a walkthrough of how to be successful. We also make recommendations about what dates to send uh, based upon whatever we're promoting. So train them, give them some information. So the third one is manage. We will ask them for a commitment. Say, okay, great. Now that you have everything, uh, when do you think you will send this out? Um, oh, well, I will send this out on Thursday. Great. Um, so we make a note of that. And we will, on Friday, we will take a look at our stats. And if their stats are still at zero, we're going to assume that they need a little support. So we'll email them back and say, hey, 
uh, how did it go yesterday? Did that email go out? Let me know if you need any assistance. We'll jump, we're happy to jump on a Zoom call and help you out. Um, and uh, that, and so we're we're managing the expectations, we're managing the commitment. Um, then the last two pieces, celebrate and repeat. So when they earn a commission, we don't want to just send them their money. That's boring. Uh, we want to celebrate with them. We want to do a big woohoo. Like, and so we'll, sometimes we'll send them like a, a gift uh, that they weren't expecting or, um, or we'll jump on a Zoom call and just say, hey, you know that email that you sent out? It did amazing. Here's all the sales you made. Uh, by the way, we just wired you the money. And uh, would you be up for doing this again in eight weeks? So now we're getting into that fifth piece, which is repeat. And we want to book them in for a repeat promotion, not when we need it, but right at the peak of where they were just successful and I just paid the money. So if I give you a couple thousand dollars in, in commissions and go, hey, Mustafa, look, here's two grand. Uh, thank you so much for participating in this. Hey, by the way, maybe we could do this bigger and better on the next one in, in, uh, in a couple of months. Would you be up for that? Well, you're at a high, you just received money. You're more likely to say yes to that. And now the cycle continues. And this is how we uh, not just recruit new partners. It, we don't want this to be too much of a revolving door where we always have to find new people. But if we can build a network of partners who are excited to promote us on a regular basis, we don't have to work so hard on the recruiting part because now we have a partnership base that send people again and again and again. I have a partner now who's go, we're just going into our 11th year and uh, we we pay out probably forty to fifty thousand dollars in commissions to him every single year, and have done since we joined forces in 2012. And uh, and that has no end in sight. Uh, they're happy, we're happy. And uh, look, if you can have a partner promote you consistently and send you clients every single year for 11 years, just think about how many things you don't have to do, like organic marketing and social media marketing and uh, Facebook ads that are hard to be profitable and all those other things that people do to try to get clients. Uh, the best thing way is to build this network, to build this promotional team of partners who, uh, and maybe just have a handful of them that will promote you again and again and again. And that's where we see the key to a successful affiliate program. For sure. Um, I love your your framework there. So first one was to recruit and then train them and then support them, celebrate big, and then rinse and repeat, mm -hmm. basically. Um, so when it comes to training, would you would you ever like to create like a short little training video to kind of go over the basics so that we know everyone is on par with what we're doing? That's exactly what we do. So we actually do that in two ways. When we have a new campaign coming up, the first thing we're going to do is we're going to schedule a live Zoom meeting and we'll we'll call it an affiliate information call or how to make money promoting us or we'll give it some name, but it's a, basically an affiliate recruitment call. So mm -hmm. we'll invite everyone that we want to partner past partners, potential new partners, we'll invite them to that call and we're going to walk them through that live and actually try to support them right there and then on uh, on pre-scheduling all of the emails to send. And so then we'll take the recording of that call, we'll edit it if we need to, and then we take that recording and we put it on an affiliate instructions page. So then when we're recruiting additional affiliates, this is really great for stuff that's evergreen as well, is record that video, 
get them excited about the opportunity, uh, let them know how much they could potentially earn from promoting you, and then give them all of the details, including a full walkthrough on how to sign up for your program, where to get the link, how your swipe copy works or your social media thing works and uh, where to put the links and what dates to send it out on. And maybe in a little bonus, if they, uh, if they pre-schedule everything by a certain date. And uh, so those are usually the things that we'll cover in a training video, but I love your idea because that's exactly what we do, but we do it both live and pre-recorded. For sure. For mm -hmm. sure. Um, um, like I said, for beginners who who are just maybe new to this whole affiliate world, because I've seen people that have lists of tens of thousands of people, but they still don't do any affiliate marketing. And we when we tell them, "Would you promote us?" They're just not they're not familiar with the the affiliate marketing world's terms and little little abbreviations and this and that. Um, and I love your 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 um, uh, your. Uh, think about celebrating big and making sure that they will remember and that's probably one good way to stand out from the rest of the pack where they would just um uh, I, I have received like i just saw my account on my paypal account i just received a 300 dollars affiliate fee from a partner but that was it there was no there, there was no celebration there which i think that's a good way to stand out from the rest of the partners and be like look thank you very much but probably a thank you note maybe a thank you card maybe a little gift, depending on how much business they've sent you. What, what, what's your take on that? Well, exactly what you just said. And, you know, um, human nature being what it is, we will do more for the recognition and the gifts and the acknowledgement and the recognition are more memorable than the money. Yeah. Right. It's not about the money. Yes, you did this to earn money and you're appreciative of that, but you're more appreciative of my gratitude towards that than anything else. And 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 most people are. So when I acknowledge you and go, wow, that was amazing. You you did uh, so well. We're so excited to be a partner and we're grateful for you. By the way, I just sent you a, you know, uh, here's a twenty five dollar Amazon gift card. Uh, which is a nice, easy one. If people are looking for a gift, because I've got one where you, you get like gift boxes and coffee mugs and all kind of stuff. But, you know, a nice, simple one you can do. Amazon now has this digital uh, digital gift card thing that you can do. Yeah. And you can send them any amount. But a really cool thing you can do is you can send them a video love note right there. And so you can upload but a video. So I could yeah. So I could record a video and say, I could say, hey, Mustafa, uh, thank you so much for that promotion. And uh, I'm so grateful for you and, and everything that you do uh, to help us promote. We're looking forward to the next one. Uh, here's a little gift that we didn't talk about. And uh, so we'll record a little video love note, upload that with the digital uh, Amazon gift card. A lot of times we don't even tell them that it's coming. Uh, we'll just send it to them and it's a little bit of a surprise. And uh, sure. it's a really cool thing that Amazon does now because you can upload a video to go with it. I didn't know that. Mm -hmm. So um, I have a quite personal question. I just got a referral from a friend and it was actually a sizable referral, but it's a, it's based for our service, for our follow-up service and for our call center. And I've, I've been thinking and, and uh, dabbling like, what's, is there like, what's a good percentage for a service based type of uh, uh, referral or affiliate fee, if you will. Mm -hmm. Well, uh, we always do the math. 
same formula that we talked before. Now, with a service, services aren't free just because they're they're digital or time. There's time, and especially if you've got to pay a, a, your staff or your team yeah. and a call center. I've run call centers before. They're not cheap to run, right? Yeah, yeah even in a virtual world. Uh, so there's always that cost. So you have to take that into account. What is your cost per, uh, for delivery? Uh, if it's a monthly uh, retainer type of thing, how much of that monthly retainer can you uh, can you afford to give? So we always do the math. How much does it cost us to deliver this? What does that leave us with? And then how much of that can we share? So maybe it's 50% of that number. 30 to 50% of that number is what we're usually looking at. But then we'll recalculate it off of top line. And maybe that translates to 10% or 15% or 20% off of top line, uh, off the top line sale because the affiliate, we shouldn't have to give, make them do math to figure out uh, how, uh, how much they're going to earn. The other thing too, as you get into higher and higher ticket, percentages don't really work as much in your, percentages are, are exponential. So the, the, they start to get big. You might want to just cap it at a referral fee, right? And just right. say, oh, like yeah, so we're going to send you $500 a month on this customer. Or we're going to send you $1,000 a month on this customer, um, whatever it is. And so then, uh, and that works really well. Again, simple math, very clear. The affiliate's going to be excited about that number. They're not going to go, hey, wait, you're getting so much more than me. Um, no, they're not. You're the one providing the service. So they're going to be very happy uh, with that. And they're going to feel like it's generous. So so there does come a point where you want to maybe look at switching off of a percentage-based commission and just a flat fee type of commission, but still done in such a way where it's perceived as being very generous. For sure. Um, and I, uh, one thing that in the celebration phase has worked me, uh, worked for me and has done wonders for me is once they deliver, I would reach out and say, thank you very much. I really appreciate what you've done. Obviously send them the money. And then the question of what can I do for you? And then that has done wonders for me. And it, it, sometimes it's not uh, even a, 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 a swap type of deal where now you got to promote me. It's been other things like a prime example was a friend of mine got hockey tickets for Calgary Flames for his friend in Vancouver who's who was a massive Flames fan he got front row seats for some big that he did for uh, for my buddy and then that guy was just tickled pink with those tickets and he was he was just so happy mm -hmm. have you what what's your take on that is there any like creative ways that we should think about when it comes to cross promotions and getting partners and recruiting and the rest of it yeah, well, first thing I want to say is that's a great example of that gift being more memorable than any type of commission or money that you could send. Like that person's going to remember that hockey game for the rest of their life. Mm -hmm. Whereas if I send you $1,000, yeah, you're excited about that this month, but next month you're not thinking about that $1,000 anymore. But you sure. might still be thinking about that hockey game for a long time. Absolutely. So, so, so there's that. And it didn't cost them a thousand, you know, well, depends well, what part of the know. season it was. <laughs> yes. But uh, the, um, the, uh, my take on that is this. So look, it doesn't always have to be, you promoted me. So there I promote you. Now that is a, we, we come across that all the time and we, it, it's a very common conversation. It only makes sense if 
I have your target audience and you have mine. Um, and yeah, in a lot of cases, that is going to be true. If you have my target audience, chances are I do have also yours. Um, but what it doesn't have to be me. What if I could connect you with, okay, Mustafa, um, our promotion calendar is full for the next three months. I'll promote you in November, but we're not going to be able to fit anything in. But here's my buddy, Jim. Jim has a opening in his uh, calendar and he can, uh, he can get you in there. Well, that also helps you. You got what you wanted, which is somebody doesn't have to be me, but somebody to promote. So, so even if you hear a no, you might be saying, look, is there anyone else that I should be talking to? Do you know anyone else that maybe you could introduce me to that also has my target audience? And, uh, uh, sometimes we'll even take that to a level of offering a two tier commission, right? And so it's like, okay, well, I'm going to give them 15% of the top line. I'm going to give you five uh, for referring them. And so that that's where we get a little bit more sophisticated with our affiliate structure, but but it does happen and it's it's way, but it doesn't have to be that. It could just be, look, I'm sorry, I want to promote you. I can't fit it in until November, uh, but here's Jim. Jim. Jim can get you covered. For and sure. so you still got what you want, which is the promotion. Fantastic. Yeah, I think there's creative creative ways to um, to to do this. And then I think in the perhaps the recruitment phase, we, we should probably find out as much information about, say, Chuck, his favorite team, his favorite wine, his favorite drink, favorite maybe travel destination. So that when it comes to, uh, you know, giving back, we're like, here's probably a couple of tickets for you to travel to. Florida, I don't know, wherever it may be. Mm -hmm. And then they'd be like, oh, yeah, like you said, that's a memorable thing that we could do versus here's a thousand bucks. Like you said, they'll forget. Absolutely. Like, exactly. Be curious. Find out as much about them. Find out what their their interests are. It's one of the reasons I love using podcasts for, for affiliate and partner recruitment, because when I'm the interview interviewer, I'm not trying to get my message across. I'm not trying to be the star. I'm trying to make my guest the star. So I get to be legitimately curious about you uh, for 30 to 45 minutes. And I'm learning, I'm listening and learning as much about you as possible uh, during that time. And so that does give some clues as to where you can go, what the motivations are. Um, are you even willing to play? Because uh, we not all of our podcast recruitment efforts turn into a partner, but a podcast sure. interview is a great way to meet people you wouldn't normally get conversation with, right? So spamming them on LinkedIn doesn't always work. So if I go, hey, you're going to make, uh, I have this event coming up and you're going to earn so much money by promoting it. You're probably going to ignore that. But yeah. if I say, hey, Mustafa, it was great to meet you at that networking event last week. Uh, I have a podcast. Would you like to be on it? This is precisely how we met, <laughs> right? You've been on my show and now I'm on your show. And that to me is it's about building a relationship. It's about building um, that, you know, now we know who each other are. And if any one of us, either one of us has anything coming up, we're on a first name basis now. You can email me. I can email you. We're uh, we're down the road enough where where we're going to pay attention. And it's about nurturing that relationship as much as you can and honoring that. So it's not just a one and done thing. For sure. What are the top three mistakes that uh, people make with affiliate marketing and this whole process? Yeah. So the very first mistake that 
uh, people make with their affiliate programs is looking at the commissions that they pay as an expense. And, you know, we, we mentioned this earlier. And when we, when we, when we are looking at the money that's going out of our pocket, we are in a way ignoring or dishonoring the money that's coming into our pocket. So I never look at it as, as an expense. I already know that if I have promised 20% or 30% or 40% of that sale, then my, and, and that sale was a $5,000 sale. Well, I know that I, I didn't earn 5,000. Maybe I only earned 4,000 or 3,000. So I celebrate the money that I put in my pocket and I pay the commissions with gratitude. And I'm super excited about that. So you can't look at it as an expense like we do with Facebook ads or Google ads or media buys. Uh, that is an expense and there's no guarantee you're going to get customers from any of it. Whereas an affiliate, you've already received the money. So that's the first mistake. Uh, the second mistake is that they don't follow some of the keys that we talk about. You know, they recruit affiliates, but that's all they do. Uh, they don't train, they don't manage, they don't celebrate, and they don't rinse and repeat. Like, like you, I love the way you put it. So, you know, it's it it can't be like here's your link and then hope for the best. You gotta you gotta work with them. You gotta nurture the relationship. You gotta lead them by the hand. Uh, some people in our industry call it herding the cats. Yeah. Uh, it kind of can be like that sometimes, but. But I, you know, I prefer a, a much more positive uh, imagery than herding cats. Uh, how about supporting and nurturing partnerships, right? That are going to be long term. <laughs> so supporting people that are sending you money. <laughs> yes, exactly. And then, uh, and I would say the 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 last mistake I'll mention is, you know, spending too much time. You know, when you need instant results and you need quick results, spending too much time in your marketing uh, budget or marketing mix on things that are not instant, like SEO, like social media. Should we do all of those things? Yes, but recognize the fact that they're not usually instant. Uh, we get the benefits of that by being consistent over the course of a year or a period of time where that's going to increase, but it's not instant. The second thing is paying money blindly to Facebook and Google and other media buy sites, hoping and praying that you're going to get customers spending money you can't afford to spend yeah. uh, and needing it to come back. The reality of pay, most paid media is that you're not always going to get the money back in the same money uh, month that you spent it. Yeah. Uh, when, when I was running ads for the bigger company, we did a study and we realized that our paid media spend came back to us every 90 days. And so, so if I spent, if I have a $5,000 budget, I've already spent 15,000 before I get, before I really start seeing that positive return. Like it does kind of drip in, in that amount of time, but we, we spend money. So I'm going to spend five grand on ads and we're going to really go for it. And then nothing comes or, or maybe only, you can only get a thousand dollars back. Uh, and so, so, you know, the thing with affiliates is that you're guaranteed to make sales, right? Cause if I don't have to pay unless a sale is made. So it's yeah. a guarantee or I don't pay anything. So, you know, and there's so many potential partnerships. There's so many influencers. There's so many people who have their lists 
who don't even know what affiliate programs is. I have someone who has a list of 4,500 people on their list. Three months ago, he didn't know what an affiliate link was. And now he's topping leaderboards on, on, uh, on, on promotions and campaigns everywhere. Uh, he's super grateful. He makes money on almost every email he sends. Uh, and so, so that's what it is. And so that's why, okay, so I'm biased. I'm an affiliate marketing guy. I say affiliate marketing is the best, but all three of these are good. Do we do organic and SEO? Yes, we do. Do we do social media? Yes, we do. Do we do paid ads? Yes, we do. But we started with referrals. Referrals has been our consistency. And then out of our profitability, we spend money on the other two. For sure. And that's our approach. And check what I love, bud affiliate marketing is that let's say that you're promoting me you have spent years building relation a relationship with your people on your list establishing your expertise now those people trust you if you turn around and say here's mustafa's offer you should probably take a look those people are a lot more likely to pay attention to versus random cold people on facebook who have absolutely no clue who i am like spending all that money i think this is probably to me that's like the number way to go number one way to go about finding leads where you have five thousand people say on your list versus three clicks on the facebook to people who have no clue who i am <laughs> they're complete strangers and yeah. there's no relationship but if i send an email say mustafa meet jim jim uh you know meet mustafa and you know i know you guys are going to take good care of each other there's that third party trust. That's that third party endorsement. I find that referrals are so much easier to uh, convert into customers than, um, and I don't know what the numbers would be. I, I, my mind, I always think it's 10 to one, right? And so I could sign up 10 referrals to one customer I get from Facebook ads just oh, yeah. because of that relationship. Absolutely. Uh, because I'm probably going to sign 80 to 90% of those, whereas with the Facebook ad people, maybe it's 5 or 10% if I'm super maybe. lucky. Yeah, right? Yeah. yeah. That's a big maybe. Typical mm -hmm. 1 to 2% if they're on a good day. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, how are you doing for time? Do you need to run? I, I'm good. I'm good. Can I ask you some personal questions? Sure. Go for it. Uh, what's a new thing you have tried recently? A new thing that I've tried recently. Big or small? As, as small as a cup of coffee, as big as going to moon. Wow, that's uh, that's really cool. You know what I've 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 done uh, recently is is scheduling time for listening to audiobooks. I've always been big into audiobooks, so I shouldn't say that it's it's only a partially new thing. But scheduling that it was very hit or miss. It was whenever I had time. But now doing it that first 30 minutes of every day. And uh, it's been amazing. And, you know, I have talked about this. One of the books that uh, you recommended to me the last time we talked, The Game of Life and How to Play It. And I have probably listened to that 50 times since our conversation and when you uh, re recommended that to me. And I have to say, it's I, I mentioned earlier that December was probably our best month. Uh, the mindset that resulted from listening to that audiobook again and again and again um, was, I, I think, a huge contributing factor uh, to that. So, so that's Beauty. kind of my like semi new thing. But beautiful, yeah. mm -hmm. which brings me my, to my next question, which you already partially answered it, which is, what are your top two favorite books? Yeah, so so that one for sure. I, I I love that. My my second one. 
okay, is that I'm gonna, I just happen to have it right here because we didn't plan this. Uh, High Performance Habits by Brendan Burchard. And uh, I learned so much about myself uh, in this book because it's, it's, it's a book for high performers. And you, you know, I read it, I'm like, because the first thing it does is help you, uh, you go through a quiz of like, how high performer are you? And I'm like, yeah, I consider myself to be a fairly high performer. I've been an entrepreneur for 20 plus years, got successful businesses. I was amazed at some of the stuff that I was doing that was sabotaging my own success, complicating everything. And so what that book helped me to do was to simplify, focus on my genius, focus on my strengths, get rid of the other things and just perform at a high level, not at everything, but, you know, they call it um, PQO. Uh, so uh, quality output, um, prolific quality output is what PQO is. And so it's like, what's that one thing? Well, for me, it's serving clients, helping them manage their affiliate programs. That's the thing that I, uh, I really do the best. The second thing is that I'm really good at podcasts and video editing. And so I take those skills that I love to do, that I would do all day long, and I combine them. And, and, and it simplified things where now uh, I either outsource or automate everything else. And so that, that's been huge. Love for it. Me. Love mm -hmm. it. Uh, what's one advice that made a big, big impact in your, on your life or business? I, I am blessed to have a lot of mentors and a lot of advice, and I'm a very big uh, personal growth advocate. So never stop learning. But the biggest advice I and I say this all the time to my clients, and I really believe this is the only way to fail is to quit, right? The only way to fail is to quit. So, you know, what's the opposite of that? Keep moving forward, right? Keep moving forward. And so if you're in an obstacle today, what can I do about it? Who could help me with this? What new thing haven't I tried yet that could get me through this? And keep moving forward and never, ever, ever, ever quit. Love it. If you had a Facebook or a Google ad where everyone in the world with access to internet could see your message, what would your message be for the people of Earth? Be kind to one another, right? And recognize that people do what they do because they're avoiding pain. Uh, and and sometimes the, the, the ugliest things that we see in the world are not because of evil people, but this is a person doing their best because of some sort of pain and hurt that they have in their life. And if we can be there for them and to help to, first of all, prevent more pain and hurt. Um, and then also, and this is why I love working with coaches because they're the kind of people who work with people to try to overcome and heal the pain and hurt because hurt people hurt people. Right. It's a it's a, yeah. it's what it is. And it's it's where all revenge comes from. Well, oh, you hurt me, so I'm gonna hurt you, right? Um, we need to heal, we need to understand why that's happening, not take it personally. Uh, in the book, The Four Agreements, they there's another book, uh, they talk about not ever taking anything personally, and it's really hard not to take revenge or hurt personally, but that's what they're talking about. It's understand why that's happening. It's not personal. This is a hurt person that's hurting people. So how do we heal the hurt? Love it. Love it. Love it. Chuck, this has been an absolutely amazing conversation. Our first episode of the year. Thank you for sharing all the valuable info and wisdom uh, 
with my audience. Again, if you're watching or listening uh, to get access to Chuck's training uh, on uh, affiliate marketing and how to get started and the rest of it, go to the link in the descriptions of the show or in the comments of the show. Um, get, get a hold of Chuck. Obviously, he knows what he's doing. And he probably wouldn't be here if he didn't. And uh, um, do reach out and get help on this affiliate marketing piece because uh, to me, it's the fastest, surefire way to grow your business almost by eliminating your, uh, you know, uh, failures and whatnot. There's a, there's a learning curve, but um, it, it is good. Let's just leave it at that. Chuck, is there anything that you want to mention? Maybe we didn't get a chance to talk about it or I forgot to ask. Um, I think, well, it's in terms of affiliate marketing and all of that, we, we, we definitely covered it and then some, and, you know, the workshop, if you, you know, will, will definitely help you plan out an affiliate program or relaunch one, if that's what you want to do. Um, and I always, you know, end all my talks and all of my conversations with the same thing. And I already said it, but I'm going to repeat it. And that is the only way to fail is to quit. So keep moving forward. And, uh, and, and. I'm going to add to that and I'm going to say uh, if it seems difficult to keep moving forward, then reach out to a friend who you know will not sympathize with you and go, oh, it's okay. You know, maybe you should go get a job or quit or whatever. Um, but that's going to help you to find a solution. Right. And that's the kind of friends I want to surround myself with is that people who will see solutions, not obstacles. And so that's, that's the last thing I think I've got. <laughs> Fantastic. Uh, one thing that has kind of helped me significantly in the past uh, month or so, month or two, is uh, Nassim Taleb's book called Anti-Fragile. Hmm. And he, he says, when you fail as humans, we got to become or build a business that actually becomes stronger every time we fail. So we, we become anti-fragile. And so every time we fail and something wrong goes wrong, I'm like, all right, perfect. I have a new piece of information that I could, you know, work on and improve and optimize. And I only get better, faster, and stronger based on what happens. And as soon as I heard that, I'm like, oh, my God, this is amazing. This could actually literally help me, help me through every day when things don't happen the way they're supposed to. Yeah. Um, love it. So that's another book for you, gang, if you're watching or listening. Uh, pick that up. It's a good one. You could probably even watch a, a summary the summary on YouTube actually kind of gave me a massive aha moment and helped me push forward. So, gang, you've been uh, listening to the first episode, uh, uh, first episode in 2023 of our new show called Simple Marketing. If you have any questions for Chuck, <clears throat> put them in the comments. Do reach out to him. If you have a friend who could benefit from growing their business and fixing their lead generation problem, which pretty much could be 99.9% .9 of your friends who own a business, do an introduction with Chuck or send them the link to, uh, to the training and have them go through. And uh, I wish you and I hope you have an amazing year in 2023. All the best. Grow your business. Uh, fix all the problems with your business. Do reach out to uh, amazing people like Chuck who know what they're doing. They've been at it for a while. They have a proven framework and they could actually help. And like Chuck said, do reach out to a friend who could actually help and is not there to just, you know, give you the it's okay talk and uh, do get help. 
Chuck, thank you again. Thank you very much. This was really valuable and great. You've been listening to Simple Marketing, and we will see you next week. Bye now.